Justin's gonna make fun of my. I should have worn it. If I wouldn't know you were in a tank top, I would have worn a tank top too. That's what I would have worn. I just bought a purple tank top. I was feeling pretty good about it. Oh, nice. Yeah, like a lavender sort of color. I don't have a purple one. I got them at Walmart. I mean, they got some eccentric colors. It's like three bucks, man. Yeah, no, no, I got a, I got a couple of them. A few yeah. Star Wars ones. I got one with Chewbacca on it, and his hair's all blowing in the wind and shit. I don't know who that Makes is. Makes me think. You don't know who Chewbacca is? No. Jesus Christ. He's the big, tall, Wookiee, Harry. What's a Wookiee? It's an alien species from a planet called Kashyyyk. You're getting deeper <laughs> down the rabbit hole of things that I don't know. I know. I thought it was funny to go deeper. <laughs> All right. With that said, this is Ohio <laughs> WrestleCast <laughs> number 13, I think. I don't even know uh, anymore. Uh, <laughs> this is Ohio WrestleCast, whatever I'm about to say. I am Mark Thomas. We'll edit it in later. I'm Jared Griffiths, Wilbur Whitlock. Yep. Uh, happy to be back, man. We've got we do we got some things to talk about. We uh, we we're gonna start with a lot of positive things, but then we're gonna strap in for the long haul. We got big tall beers here today. We do. Uh, I've yet to crack mine open. Yeah, well, you're gonna once we start talking about the current products. Yeah, once I you start some, ranting. I got some Jim Cornesque esque things to say about it, man. But I like uh, it. That's what I want but to I think we'll start with some cool things and maybe we'll address uh, what we got here on the table. If we go back to episode uh, it's one of the earlier ones where we started talking about what got us into wrestling. Yeah. I mentioned that like it was the wrestling Bible. This thing is called the complete book of wrestling. I looked it up and found it. Actually, I think it was like maybe only like 10 or 11 bucks and it's in pristine condition. Nice. And this book had, I mean, in the, on the cover has Captain Lou Albano. It has road warrior animal putting Jerry law in a headlock. It has Hulk Hogan. It has a uh, Ric Flair grabbing at dude, 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 Michael Hayes, uh, King Kong Bundy and baby doll. And like in, I'm not sure who that is putting a sleeper hold on in that picture. But yeah, that doesn't look familiar at all. But this book just kind of had it was basically a small encyclopedia for all things wrestling. And this thing came out while Jim Crockett Promotions was still big oh, and shit. the WWF was going, World Class was still going, the AWA was still going. So, I mean, I can open up to the middle of Ken Patera, you know, which I remember being like in the WWF as like a baby face, but then they're showing his whole history and it's stuff that. I mean, it's a Google search away now, but this was in 1988, 89, where you just got so many vibrant colors of these pictures. Yeah, that's, that is something that is very... The first thing I noticed about it when you showed it to me is just how all the photos look great. Fantastic. None of them are shitty, no. like black and white, grainy photos. Like All of them are great photos. I don't know about you, but like I only remember Andre the Giant as the villain with the one strap. And stuff like that. That's a younger Andre. It's a younger Andre. And I didn't know like he had that portion of his career. Like here he's choking Abdullah the Butcher. Two legends, like I never knew interacted with each other. Like it's just Fuck, his head was all fucked up back then too. (laughs) Jesus. You got young man Sting is next here. Like uh and again Oh my god, that's surfer sting right there. Exactly. Those are Ohio WrestleCast colors he's got on there. He sure does. (laughs) Holy shit, show that to the camera. Dang, Rocket Ohio WrestleCast. You right can look there. behind. We got the red and the yellow and the black. Look, Surfer Sting. Surfer Sting maybe uh, might be our next mascot, whether he knows it or not. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, but I was t- I was talking to Mark before the show started, and I, this book was great because you got to see all these. You know, I watched the WWF TV. That's really all we had. Like it was cable was more local then. Like if you live down south, you got a lot more Jim Crockett. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a WWF. I was always a w, more of a WWF. So we seen these big things, the big right of a Ric Flair with the title belts and everything like that, where it's like, okay, I knew he was a big star. I didn't I didn't see him on TV, but I knew he was a big star. Mm. So then when I 
did, like you would see some WCW and be like, oh, that's Ric Flair. Yeah. That's you know, Sting. That's uh, Michael Hayes. Dude, dude, dude. You, you know, you know, like that these guys, I got to be somewhat familiar with them mm. before I ever even seen them, which, you know, and that was because of this book. And uh, I remember having this for a decent, I mean, it got torn up throughout my childhood, but. I mean, Michael Hayes destroying Ted DiBiase, a bloody Ted DiBiase. Yeah, I knew the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, villain, right? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that there was other wrestling. You know what I mean? So yeah, you see yeah, all yeah. this, and you're like, oh my! There, it just opened your eyes to what was going on in wrestling and black ropes. That black rope. <laughs> and really, this this was this is what got me into being a big fan. So I just seen him beating up the million dollar man. Here, Michael Hayes is beating up Ric Flair. So I don't know who Michael Hayes is. But I know he's a big star, and he's he's beating up Rick because he's beating up Ric Flair, and he's beating up the Million Dollar Man all bloody in a different picture. Yeah, and you just kind of and you kind of go across that where you get to see these guys, you know, bam, establish bam. who they were. So, really, really, really cool book, man. If, it uh, is for sure. Anybody's a wrestling fan, an old school wrestling fan, uh, Google look up the complete book of wrestling again. I got it in pristine condition for uh, I mean I believe it was I mean, it was less than $15 including shipping so Fuck. not, no, a, not a bad condition. purchase at all hell yeah leave that here with you to peruse yes, later my friend definitely take a look through for sure like I said I had something for me it wasn't a I didn't have this big book I had the the pro wrestling illustrated like the magazine big collection oh yeah, like, yeah yeah like I said they have the the woman of wrestling one's got a lot of looks for, sure but look young, through, but young had, man like, Mark the, Thomas growing up then that, like the special edition, like big thick ones where they're mm-hmm. like wrestlers of the year or like you mentioned something like the the PWI 500. There you go. Where they had the 500 top ranked wrestlers and go. that got you a little bit of exposure. Like if guys had their pictures, color pictures in there, uh, living nightmare, Jimmy Lee knew, um, you know, always on shows with you. I remember him being in there in like the three hundreds where I'm like, and then when I seen him on a local show, I'm like, Oh, like that guy's. A somewhat of, he's a star like he's in the top 500 like that's not bad no you know so like it, it does it was good exposure for all sorts of wrestling and then being younger if you didn't have all those promotions on tv you wouldn't really know unless you've seen a big color picture with their name by it and then again maybe wrestling somebody who you didn't know so what an asshole Jesus. Welcome Shut to the show the walt did you <laughs> like he's not gonna give up Just lay he down. was not giving up all right my bad, people. Well, what was uh, not being featured enough today in our episode? He, he had got, to, he got himself in there one way or another. Five minutes of fame. Fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. But yeah, the PWI was also a really good, uh, a good method of learning about other promotions that you might not have been familiar with. And no. Again, so when they did come on to your show, you would be like, oh, I know that guy. I remember when Texas Tornado Kerry Von Erich came in the WWF, and I'm like, oh, like... I felt like he was a big star from this and from yeah. those magazines. And not a lot merged those worlds back then. You See, know? I, I got into ECW in the later days, and a lot of the ECW people I saw first in magazines. In magazines, yeah. I remember them hyping up Tommy Dreamer and Raven. You know, like, yeah. as a big feud. Well, I knew Raven like, from WCW. Okay, okay, that's yeah, that's I, right. He was in WCW. Well, he was in ECW first and then, then oh, WCW, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So when you guys see these guys with that little bit of exposure, made them seem like stars to you, and it's unique. It's not something you know now with the internet, all of that's kind of yesteryear stuff. Mm-hmm. But 
definitely a good way to get exposure and familiarize yourself with more product than what was just on your TV. And so. they, they still do it today, too. Like, I'll be cashing my check and I'll look at the magazine. Like, some you still go to the magazine stand? Yeah, I do, too. I mean, right I, by the <laughs> bank in Giant Eagle. And, uh, Can't help myself. You always, always peruse the magazine rack when you go to Walmart or something like that. And they, and they still do uh, the wrestler of the year. Like I saw, mm-hmm. actually, while I was waiting, I looked through this year's, and I, that's how I saw that Becky won women's wrestler, women's wrestler of, the of the year. AJ won, uh, I think men's. Uh, like I went through quite a few. Kenny Omega won something. Like there was quite a few motherfuckers that won some shit in there. Oh, my point is, is that they still do it today, and it's still yeah. just as. I, like I got excited and picked it up. And <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll look and at it." Didn't buy it, just like when we were kids. No, no, my, it was a long line. My mom wouldn't let me today either. Uh, no. <laughs> but uh, man, we uh, we got some things to talk about. We need to talk about uh, the autism awareness show that we did a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Um, man, that was that was really really cool. And now it was. we'll uh, we'll go we'll describe a little bit of what we encountered when we got there. My my friend, our friend Joe Hirschberger, who puts on this show for his son, uh, was well, not just for his son, but his son Dylan uh, is autistic, and he puts on a he's trying to do a show every year to raise some money for autism awareness. Um, if anybody knows, my baby brother is also autistic, and uh, there's just my nephew. My nephew's autistic. There's so much. That we still need to learn, but we have learned so much since, since like, you know, my brother Brad now is, I believe, 22, uh, when he was a baby. Like, yeah, yeah there's so much we've learned since then. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah. need to continue to learn. I mean, if, if autism most likely affects somebody, most likely you have somebody in your family or somebody that you know has. Oh, yeah. So it, it's a really, really good cause. But poor Joe was just running around with like a chicken with his head cut off when we got there, man. He, <laughs> he was. Setting up chairs and tables, which is, you know, typical things you have to do when running a show. But he uh, was promised a PA system with microphones. Didn't deliver. Nope. You're locked up in a shed that he couldn't get into. Man, and I wanted to help so bad. I was thinking of so many different... Because I have like most of the things you would need except for like speakers or like a PA system. Sure, sure. We, we could have helped a little. But even then, we would have had to drive 40 minutes back and forth to get there. Yeah, and, and I was just thinking like, who, who has a PA system? And then I was trying to think of like any kind of like I jerry asked rig way of doing it. I, I like, asked around like, anybody, with, anybody has a bar nearby that might have like DJ equipment yeah. that you could, you know, just anything. Um, my friend uh, Jeff Traxler, who runs Mega uh, Championship Wrestling up in Illyria, he's a promoter. He owns a PA system. He said, he's like, I took it out of my car yesterday because he <laughs> said he didn't need it. Like, just one of those things. And, and anytime you run any sort of show, you just you need to start expecting the worst because the worst can happen. Yeah, just plan for the worst for sure. Um, and then unfortunately, you know, we didn't get the turnout that he had expected. But there was um, there was a family from Wisconsin that came down. There was, there was, there was by the time we left, I think there's there probably a good like seventy five. Think so? There, but maybe a hundred. Well, I was like thinking all together, all together, including some of us who were like vendors and people. things like that. But I, I mean, it's I think we're probably close to 50, 60 paid or so that were you know yeah, attendees yeah. of the show. That's true. I didn't think about that. But it was, but still, and, and, and my intention was, which we didn't know exactly what we were going to do when we got there, but. But what I thought was is that we had the Q and A session where with each star, and I would be able to you know have the microphone to ask have the uh, fans ask the questions, but then also be able to maybe guide and steer those questions to get you know to to give yeah. good stories. Uh, well, there were no microphones, and then we uh, running crunch through time, time. We decided to have the whole panel just come out there all together, and it turned out so much better than I really thought Dude, it, was it was going great. to. Well, not only that because they they were all able to have back because one man gang and demolition, demolition. and Bob Roop even. Mm-hmm. Like they had all worked with each other. They all been point. in some of the so territories could, together, and they could bounce off of each other. And tell and, like he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember." Yeah, that. Like they yeah. Could, they could. 
tell stories together. That and was it, great. I thought it was the coolest thing, especially like One Man Gang and Demolition. Like, I don't know about you, but I felt like I was in the locker room with them yeah. in like 1987, like telling these stories because they were, they were, oh, you remember when we did this? And they're like, no, tell me. And they, and they would bounce off each other and you could genuinely tell that they enjoyed yeah, doing it. For sure. They enjoyed being up there sharing stories they enjoyed answering the fans questions they they like you could tell they they still love wrestling and they mm-hmm. still want to talk to people mm-hmm. about wrestling so when people ask them questions they're like hell yeah i'll tell you about that not a single one of them felt like they were there because they had to be no nobody were, felt like they were there for a job they were there for a job they were there like it seemed like it was great that it was a job that they could do this where they could just got to sit in the chair and talk to fans and and talk wrestling and share stories. And yeah. they, I mean, they really did seem like they genuinely even even uh, that. Madman Fulton, Fulton and Toby, you guys who have you know they weren't uh, they didn't have their stories from the eighties or anything, but no. they but they have their own they have their own stories to share. And and Fulton, he shared that great story about you know how he was down about being released from NXT, yeah, but he felt great about being part of Impact Wrestling now. Yep, yep. I mean, it was I, I thought I thought it was great. And then if uh, we upload it to YouTube. Please, you know, I mean, for the real wrestling fans that really want to hear these stories, it's definitely worth a watch. And, it is. And it might intimidate you the length and everything like that, but I'm telling you, it, it did not feel like they were talking for over an hour. No, no. Not it's, at all. It's. I think it, I don't know what the the run time is on the actual video altogether that I sent you. I think it's like, it's, I think it's either an hour and four minutes or an yeah. hour and 14 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's a little it's bit over an hour, there, maybe. and it didn't feel like it. No, no, no. Like even editing it, I was like, "Fuck, dude, this felt like so much like longer filming it." Only purely because you're I were holding the, hold camera. the camera, <laughs> and I and I brought the the tripod and was gonna set it up. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just do it." Like the good old right, yeah, man. But they they just I know uh, talking to Joe and trying to keep the time cues on. I said like, "Hey, we have time for one more question." He's like, "Oh, maybe a couple more." And then that last question, they didn't really answer the question. They, well, they did eventually, but yeah. they talked for probably about a half hour. Yeah. Just I mean, booing gang and demolition, just really enjoying themselves. And so like, well, that's the last question now. But just let them go, man. Let them let them. They want to talk. That's what the fans paid to see mm. these guys sharing their stories. Uh, so it was a really, really, it was a great time, and I uh, can't encourage fans enough. If you see these coming up, especially when it's for a good cause, ticket price might throw you off a little bit to not actually see wrestling. But if you're a true fan and you want to hear these stories, you, you really couldn't beat it. Like these guys were, and then they hung out afterwards uh, after we had left. You know, they hung out to chat with fans one on one and yeah. sign autographs and everything like that too. So. I got a picture with Dylan. Yeah, Dylan the Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, man of the hour. He is the man of the hour. He'll uh, he's always at the uh, Mid Ohio shows. Used to call him Mr. D, Mr. Dung, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and bullying us around. I have to keep Mr. D away from him because I'm afraid that Dylan might beat him up and I lose my manager for the night. You don't need that. Don't I don't need that. I stay focused. Don't mess with that kid. He's, take you down uh but uh you know i hope, hope joe was able to make a little bit of money to uh for the autism awareness in the northeast ohio um, autism group uh so hopefully he's able to make a little bit of money for them and hopefully doesn't detour him from doing more in the future because i mean i personally had a blast and i know from talking to the fans there had a blast and yeah. uh, i picked up some really good hot sauce from dirty sheets oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's fantastic it is, is it? the hot I have, i've used the a little bit of the rub um the dry rub but then i've used the hot sauce on some tacos and they were it was fantastic fantastic so okay dirty sheets my dude my dude and my lady they're a couple i think it's a married couple uh fantastic product 
We love you. And uh, I'll, next time, if you'd like, get a hold of me, and we'll put a bottle front and center. You know, For sure, yeah. Advertise some products out here. <laughs> no, I wanted to get some. Unfortunately, I was broke at the moment. <laughs> next year, I guess. Next year. Oh, I'll share with you, pal. All We're right, friends. Cool, We're friends cool. here. Yeah, I'm sure you'll make some food at some point in the future. Pal. I always make some food, man. So, uh, well, before we get into talking about the current product, you know, what, what else? anything else wrestling-wise on your mind? Anything... Anything that you're enjoying, you know, because because it's gonna get nasty. We got tall beers here. Yeah. Uh, anything that you're enjoying with WrestleMania aftermath, you know, and we can talk because um, I'm gonna talk a little WrestleMania as I, as I talk the current product. But yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, we got there's a lot going on. I haven't. Uh, when you came, I had not watched the most recent episode of SmackDown. I was watching it, and uh, I'm a little quiet. No, I'm not. All right, and um, <laughs> I haven't. So, watched so I, I want to. I'm as caught up as that. You okay. know what I mean? And you asked, you mentioned something earlier, but that was why. Why do I keep watching? Yeah. What is so? What is what is drawing you in to keep watching? Like right now, like currently. Really, the the only thing that keeps me watching is just wanting to. Be up to date. I don't okay. want to. I don't. The fear of missing out, essentially. But before we get into the deep dive on this, I, I just want to say, like, you know, the reason why I don't is because I don't feel they give us a reason to. And when I say that, as I say, on Raw, the the main event for the pay per view coming up, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Yes. Okay. That's going to be a great match. Yeah. That's okay. that. I'm actually I'm I am looking forward to. But what are they? What's the selling point of that? Just for me. Yeah. Honestly, it's not the storyline. It's just saying. wanting to see Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. And I'm going to watch that at Money in the Bank. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Why? What are they giving me to want to watch three hours of Monday Night Raw? That's the question. What are they giving me? Why do I care? What's the, what, what is the sell? The Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. The sell was is this scrappy baby face, this scrappy underdog little guy who's going to slay the beast, and what can he do to get him? AJ yeah. Styles versus Seth Rollins. The, the the sell is this is going to be a great match. I agree with you. I'm going to watch Money in the Bank. Yeah. Give me what what reason do I have to watch your three hour show? There is none. Ex- expectations are really the only reason I'm watching. That I mean. For, I guess so. For just, me, though, there, there just there's no reason to watch because you're telling me the reason why we're gonna have these two guys wrestle is because they're two good wrestlers and it's for the belt. Okay, well, I pay my ten bucks a month. I'm gonna watch it. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it on Sunday or what? I don't even know when it is. That's another good point. <laughs> I've already paid for it. I might as well. I'm going. I'm going to watch it because I agree it's going to be a great match. But I got nothing else to sink my teeth into. Mm. And that's why I asked why well, would, why what's what brings you in to make you want to watch Monday Night Raw because there's nothing that makes me want to watch that show right now. Yeah. Well, I mean the things I am interested now storyline-wise that are going on, I am interested in the in the AJ and not really storyline-wise, but I do want to see that. That is one of the things I do cuz I'll turn on Raw and I'm not paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. Probably you know, that's, that's a not third a good thing. Yeah, that's not a good thing. And uh, but I am paying. What I am paying attention to is the AJ Seth thing. Um, Kofi and well, now Daniel Bryan. Yeah. But whatever happens with Kofi, obviously. Yeah. And uh, Lacey and, Lacey and Charlotte and Becky. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back to WrestleMania, and I, you. And when we watch WrestleMania here, 
I had mentioned that I didn't think Kofi was going to win, and my main reason thinking was, and and my also thing was, is I wanted I wanted Kofi to win at Fastlane. I yeah. wanted it to be his Eddie Guerrero versus Brock. You I wanted brought, it to be. You brought that up before. You wanted. You thought at WrestleMania his moment would be outshined would by be, every other moment. It would either be outshined, which I would say that it wasn't, because honestly, that's the most memorable thing to me. But so in that case, it outshined Seth Rollins, and it might have even outshined Becky Lynch because. Becky was just the champion a couple months prior. It wasn't like this real long fight. Was she? Yeah, she lost that TLC in December with Asuka and Charlotte. I don't so, remember that. So she was the that. women's champion. She had beaten Charlotte throughout the summer over on SmackDown. Yeah. Lost it in the TLC because Rousey pushed the ladder over. Okay. Yeah. So uh, she was yeah. only not the champion for a couple of months. So her, her climb wasn't nearly what Kofi's was. So I thought Kofi's was the biggest moment in WrestleMania. But therein lies the problem. At WrestleMania, you had the good the good guys won. Seth slayed the beast. Yay. Yeah, Kofi got his moment. Yay. And <laughs> Becky got hers in kind of, in a very very like just underwhelming way, to be honest. Yeah. Her you know, tapping out Rousey would have been a lot better. But but Becky got her moment. Yay. All right. So now I was happy about it. Okay, sure. For sure. Sure. Happy for the show. Well, now the three good guys conquered. So what the fuck are we watching the next day? No, you're right. Because that's and that's the thing. It's it's wrestling is is told with that story where you want your heroes to overcome. Well, they all overcame and they did it. Well, now what? And you did it with everybody. That's the thing. If if Kofi would have lost, got screwed, at least I would have that. It'd be like, fuck, I want him to get his justice still. But at the same time, how surprised were you? You know that it all played out that way. Not very. Really? No, because it was it was kind of the way they were bringing it up, you know. I didn't expect it. I thought for sure when when the with when those the three, three, I didn't think it'd be three for three. One, I thought for sure Charlotte was gonna win it over Rousey, or maybe Rousey would retain and lose the following Monday. Yeah. I did not think Becky was gonna win. The more. The more the baby faces won, the less I thought the next we're gonna baby win. faces were going to win. So they almost made it so obvious that it wasn't obvious, and then when it was obvious, it, it was, was a surprise. Fake out of a fake out. <laughs> yeah, but the, I mean, but that's my that was the problem for me though is that you wanted to see somebody take down the bully Lesnar, and we got it. You wanted to see somebody take down the bully Rousey, and we got it. You wanted to see Kofi get his moment, and we got it. Great. Well, what do we have next? Now we got three happy end. When the movie's over, it's a happy ending, and it's over. You don't you don't really want to see the prince and the princess making eggs and bacon in the morning, living happily ever after. You don't give a shit. They mm-hmm. already won. They already the love prevailed. The, you know they are the good guys already won. It's yeah. great. The movie's over. Now I need a new movie, and they don't fucking. They're not, I don't know what it is. No, no, you're right. I know. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I do like a little bit of you know bacon and shit <laughs> a little bit of happiness. You know, I don't want three of them like Lord of the Rings or something. Right. But I, but I see what you're saying. That's and that's what it is. Is that you know Becky Lynch as over she was is because we wanted her to get her moment. She got it again, kind of an underwhelming way. I went back and watched that match again because I. And they were so burnt out from all the wrestling that I didn't appreciate it. So I went back and watched the match. The match was good. They match worked hard. Um, but the finish the, was underwhelming. The the finish I, was a botch, essentially, was it not? I heard it wasn't. I heard that's what they wanted to do, which is shitty. I they, don't know. The, you shouldn't win with a fluke roll-up in the main event of WrestleMania, if, the first women's headlining match ever. If it was a work... They botched the work, I, I think, because it wasn't well executed. No, it wasn't well That's executed. That's what made me think either. that it was a botch. And anybody in wrestling will tell you that you can have a, if you have a great opening, a great middle, and you have a shitty finish, your match kind of sucked. And that's not fair because the girls did work hard. And I don't think the match did suck, but the finish. Yeah, I sucked. liked the match. 
the the finish was abrupt and underwhelming for sure. And the finish was not well, not only the finish of their match, but the finish of WrestleMania. So now you kind of it's not. Eddie and Benoit hugging in the middle of the ring. Yeah. It's not, you know, the Undertaker holding it. It's not. Again, though, this all just makes me think it more that it was a legitimate botch. It might have been. Because do you think that they would have planned that finish? I, I don't know if I'm hearing from the sheets or what have you, insiders saying that it was, but I guess I don't know. I, but, I, I don't know. How do, you, how do you botch getting pinned? It's, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Either way, it kind of left an ugly taste in your mouth, and then it's, and then now let's pick it back up. What do we got next? A whole lot of nothing. Yeah, the surprise returns weren't all that surprise. What was no. it like, Sami Zayn? Sami came back. Um, I mean, I don't Kevin remember. Owens. Kevin Owens was back already. He was back was for Fastlane. Yeah. Okay, I can't. Remember. Um, and we had the Superstar Shakeup, which is another thing that I'm just. The another, superstar shakeup in itself, and is another a goddamn thing. I'm gonna Jim Cornette rant right now because it's, it's just you do the shakeup. You want to try to keep these brands separate. You want to have fresh matchups, and then because they're desperate for ratings, they're doing this wild card gimmick that I just read about. And this is just Roman Reigns going to SmackDown was supposed to be the biggest thing, and then he's on Raw the next fucking week. Well, everybody's. Everybody is. That's if what you I can't take. If you can't take your own shit seriously, how can I? How can I take it? How do you no, expect no. me to take it? Uh, it's it's a huge clusterfuck right now it's for a huge sure. Clusterfuck. And I think we're headed towards one brand again. If you don't have enough confidence in your roster, which is crazy because there's so much talent, they they have everything they need to be successful. Have, they just don't every card in the deck, and you don't know how to play. Exactly, it. that's what's happening. Right they they have a stack deck and they have no fucking idea what to do with it. If you you're right, if you don't have enough confidence in your talent to split them up on all these shows, then don't split them up. They do and they should. They just need to be fresh. But at the same time and you know we go, I go back to this AJ Styles thing. Okay, so what what was it that they he had to win a singles match and so did Corbin and McIntyre and then they had a three-way and AJ won to be the contender, so. right? That sounds right. So it was a tournament of sorts. Yeah, yeah. Be the number one contender. So he earned that shit, right? Earned that shit because he wants to be the Raw champion. He's never been the Raw champion. He's only the SmackDown champion. I want to show him the best on Raw. Until yesterday, when you just get to walk over to SmackDown and get a fucking title shot. Yeah. And, I mean, like, if, again, if you're not going to take your own shit seriously, why should I? Yeah, that's all I saw from SmackDown. That's so, what happened. Yeah, yeah. So you fight, you fight, you fight, and you set up your match with Seth Rollins, who's the champ, who just slayed the beast, and AJ couldn't do it. Okay, I think the story sucks, but that's it. At least you got it. And I want to be the champ over here. I want to show that I'm the best over here. Well, unless I could just walk over to this show and win the title, too. I just, I just go over there and do so that. So did whatever. he win? Did... No, he did not win. But see, that would make more sense to me if they put the title on. Like, for instance, if they gave AJ the title and then it was AJ versus Seth Rollins, champ versus champ for both titles, then that person was, was you know, the unified champion. You know, Seth two belts, you know yeah. what I mean? Or AJ two belts. Do you know what? They, they've cheapened that because they've done that so many times already. But I think that would then lead to just one title again. Which might be the best idea. I think I think they have too much going on. Because when much. was AJ or Daniel Bryan ever in the main event of any of their pay-per-views? Yeah. As the WWE champion. Just make the, like, use all that talent in one great storyline instead of... 
or maybe a few different great storylines you know, instead of a few different great yes. storylines on here and a few different great stories. Well, and by all means, great. I'm not saying they don't have a difficult job. They got to come up with three hours of Raw every week, two hours of SmackDown every week, and then there's the NXT brand, and there's it's not necessarily an easy job to keep. And doing then even this. even motherfuckers from NXT are on Raw and SmackDown sometimes, <laughs> and, and then going back, going back, and it, you. Nothing feels special anymore. We talked about that when uh, on the last one that we sat here and did when they had Gargano, Champa, and Ricochet and Aleister Black all come up at the same time. And I told you how much I hated it. Yeah. And I still do because Aleister Black should be a star. He should. Dude, I love that. I love him. He His promos are great lately, too, he, that he's been doing. He should be a star. He should have brought up the way that they've always done it with a whole bunch of video packages and some squash matches yep. and then one good feud. Aleister Black's been up. They teamed him with Ricochet. The matches that they had were good. I'm not. There's no, nothing wrong with the work, but like. But they led. No, it led to nothing. Led to nothing. What has Aleister Black done? Who, yeah, they who, didn't win the titles. Or who, who did he feud with? Who is his beef with? Yeah. Why am I tuning in to see Aleister Black? They kind of beefed with some tag team. The revival slightly, a little yeah. bit, but but why this guy who is a just phenomenal talent. He's awesome in the ring. He's got good promos. He has an incredible look. I mean, he's the, the theme music and the entrance. It's all fucking there. You have a star. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I want to watch him because you're not giving me a reason. No, you're right. I mean, you're not there. All you have to do is a step. Give me Aleister Black versus Randy Orton and these two fucking brooding stars and Randy Orton being the old grumpy guy. And I'm fucking pissed. Fuck you guys, you NXT fuckers. I'm still the fucking man. <laughs> you think you're dark and brooding? No, I'm an evil sick fuck. Yeah. Aleister Black saying you don't know shit and give me a real fucking story to sink my teeth into in a match that I can't call I want to see it yeah. and I want to see the build up and I want to watch Smackdown every week to see it now yeah. but you're not giving me that you're just throwing this guy on my fucking TV show saying he's from NXT and he's good <laughs> that's all it is right, and, that, and it's a ricochet right. look at this little guy he can fly he fucking can and he's incredible and he and he's a good looking kid and he can be a fucking star for you but you're just throwing him out there in the middle of everybody else we know he can flip though yep. fuck man give me something give me a feud give me same thing give me another good established high flyer that's been there that gives you the fuck you treatment or give me get, do the whole bully storyline yeah uh, look you know give me a big guy give drew mcintyre versus ricochet That'd be sweet. Give me that right now. And you get out of here, little guy. This is where I belong. Your shit ain't going to fly here. You know, G- give me that. And now I'm him. watching. Give me Drew McIntyre versus Ricochet. Give me Aleister Black versus Randy Orton. I just booked a better fucking card sitting here ju- drinking a giant beer. Right there. Listen to him. It's Listen to just, the man. God damn it. It's just, again, when you have this stacked deck. We didn't talk about this beforehand. We didn't write out like who would be great. We didn't think about it. Oh no! I'm just thinking right off the top of my head right now and gave you two good matches that there. There's just not even close doing. Everybody out there is treading fucking water and hanging out with Baron Corbin, looking like the fucking oh God. kid from Bully. Don't get me I fucking mean, just, started with Baron Corbin. I don't understand. I don't understand how you can have all of this talent and have a show that's so shitty. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I've never been so disillusioned with with the WWE wrestling right than I am right now. And, I, and I've maintained that SmackDown's been a better product this whole time. It has, but now they're merging. But and it's, they're, it's, or you can watch yeah. Shane McMahon feud with the Miz for the next three years. Yeah. Fuck's sake, it's Potato Face Dad. Actually, that's kind of that's kind of moving on. Well, they are including the Miz in it, but he's kind of going after Roman now. That's becoming like a, that's Is escalating. It, yeah, I, I don't know. 
because Roman punched Vince in the face. Yeah. And uh, Shane hasn't been happy, so he's attacked Roman a couple of times. And then the Miz. I've heard the Miz attacked him, after just, him just on this week too. I read what happened yesterday, so sorry to spoil that for you. If you were real excited for more Miz and Shane, I ruined it for you today, and I apologize. No, it's uh, all. It's yeah. I don't know. It's just nothing feels special anymore. You're going to move these guys around brands. Uh, you got the Revival, who is the best pure tag team they've had in, I mean, at least 10 years. And I don't know who the last one was before them. You're not doing anything with them. Instead of just going out there and having a great 15-minute tag team match, telling a good story in the ring. Heaven forbid you do that. Well, I mean, what... What makes NXT so much better? Why is NXT I'm, so much better? I actually had this discussion. Um, number one... It's an hour. It's an hour long. It's just one hour. That's true. It's one hour, so you can give me the main storyline. You can give me a sub storyline. You can give me three or four. You can give me the you know three. You can give me one good match, a good ten minute opener. You can give me two, you know maybe five minute matches to establish some talent and a good main event. You're right. You're absolutely right. You can sprinkle in a couple of interviews on why things matter because everything's tight there. You're That's right, why. Man. It's like if Game of Thrones. If every season was 15 or 20 episodes, it wouldn't be as It wouldn't good. be as good. It wouldn't You're be right. as epic. You know, no, because there'd be more filler. And that's what so much of this a three is. A three-hour movie cut down to two and a half hours is usually a way fucking better mm-hmm. movie. Exactly. Like, there's there's less filler. There's less filler because to tell this, you don't need a ton of time to tell the story that's in the ring, that's for your TV show, that's for your movie, that's for your book. Yep. You don't need a thousand pages to tell a good story. You don't. You can cut out a lot of it. You want to you paint the picture in the ring. You can paint the picture of what you're doing by the way that you're, by telling a story with your eyes, by with your facial and your verbal expressions. You, you can do that sort of thing. You don't have to do a half an hour to have a great match. You can have a great match in 10 minutes. Yeah. You can have a great one hour show. You can have a great two hour show. You don't need three hours because what in the fuck are they doing in these three hours? They're just bringing over guys from the other show because they don't know what they're doing. Showing about. the same brave fucking Wyatt segment that they showed the night before. The same exact yeah. one. Do, yeah. That's like five with to all, ten minutes long. With all this production, with all these writers, with everything that they have, if they couldn't come up with a whole bunch of content to keep, you know, which by the way, the Bray Wyatt thing has me intrigued really more than anything else does. I was just about does. to ask you, what do you think? I, I honestly don't hate it. At least I want to see what happens next. I, to me, which it's... Which is more than I can say about anything else on there. It, he's... I feel like Tony Schiavone over here. Chair is so much lower than yours. Hit it up, dude. It's because Jeff's so tall. <laughs> I am not tall. <laughs> Jeff, uh, have you ever Jeff listened to lowers it all the time? I, I didn't even realize how fucking. I was short so you short. Were. If you I ever listen, lowered myself. If you but... ever listen to the Tony uh, Schiavone <laughs> podcast, if, and then if you go back and watch the old Nitros, he always has his chair higher than Bobby Heenan's and like Mike Tenay's. Uh, and he'll even call it like, "Oh, my chair is higher than theirs." Yeah, my chair was low. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm a little guy with my angry wrestling rants down here in my little chair. <laughs> you did look like a tiny little like <laughs> midget guy or something. Well, I, I might have lost your train of thought there, pal. I'm sorry. Um, a little bit. Yeah, I don't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> I don't remember what I was either, except for I was angry. Uh, we're talking about Bray Wyatt. We were talking Bray about... Bray Wyatt, okay. Yeah. He's he's just convincing enough to, to think like, oh, okay. He's just convincing enough to know that there's... Something behind all this, like there's there's something waiting to come out, and I'm I'm intrigued. Just to, he's doing a good enough job to have me just just enough just enough intrigue for me to be like, where's this going? You want to know what happens next? Yeah, that's like, all you need. Like, this, he's doing a good job with whatever this is that he's trying to build. Yeah, 
that's all I need. You all you ever need is, is that just what is going to happen next? Where is this going to go? AJ Styles and Seth Rollins are going to have a good match at Money in the Bank. Yeah, that's it. Like they're, I know where it's going to go. I don't need the their the, matches sell themselves. I don't. Really. Yeah, I don't need more than that. I agree. And that's on them. I mean, that's just on bad. That's that's lazy. It really is. No, I I agree. I, I mean, it really really is. It's lazy. That's saying I'm gonna we're gonna have steak for dinner. You know, that's, you know, steak is going to be fucking good because it's steak. Yeah. But if you just don't give a shit and you don't make any sides and you don't season it, you're just being lazy, man. Like it's like okay, like yeah, here's your fucking steak. It's just, that's what it is. It's, it's AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, at that point. you're you're not even oh. caring about what you're presenting. You're, you, I mean, it's I don't know. It's a weird analogy, but like uh, that's how I feel right now. Uh, no, it's, you look I, over on SmackDown with Kofi Kingston, he gets this big, big moment, and then you get the heel turn from Kevin Owens that nobody cared about because it was wasn't ever established as a babyface. Just rushed it. Yeah, it was. They should have had that going for a while. Just rushed it. So you got this. You got the heel turn. Not only that, but I was actually really enjoying Kev, Kevin Owens in well, those moments. Then it did work for you a little bit because if you enjoy the babyface, it should. Well, I just thought him. it was funny and yeah. entertaining. It was nice to see Kevin Owens be silly and funny again instead of just a dick. Yeah, head. and they never really got to establish it. Yeah, like if they could have done it at least at least Hot two or three it. more Raws or SmackDowns. Smackdowns. You know what I mean? Which apparently they didn't have confidence enough to again go with a Randy Orton. I know Daniel Bryan was hurt, which might be why they they didn't use him. Uh, or you know, bring, bring they brought Elias over. I love you, Elias. Use him for this filler. You, you, you're bringing him over from SmackDown. Treat him like a big star, yeah. and then have Kofi beat him to establish his title reign. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That there, there's your third match. <laughs> you listen to me. God damn it! You bring Elias over. You treat him like a big fucking star. You have him look strong because if you, for whatever reason you weren't watching. Raw and you are watching SmackDown. If you treat it like they're two different brands, yeah, you know, it, you so now you've only been a SmackDown guy. You're not that familiar with Elias. Well, treat him like a big fucking star. Have him look good, and then have Kofi beat him. And now all of a sudden, Kofi's legitimizing his championship. And you brought a guy over, and you made another fucking star. It's not hard. It's you not, heard it here. It's not hard. It's not hard. Hit the man up. Give this man a job. See, WWE. Now I gave you Kofi versus Elias. I give you Randy Orton versus Alistair Black. I give you Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre. You got your money in the bank matches. The, the latter, it's the it's a gimmick. The give match. him a give him a cherry on top, dude. The match sells. Seal the deal for him. Seal the deal for him. All right. So what they want to do? They want to go with Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, and, I'm, and it's hard to find fault in that match itself. I'd agree. Uh, but I'd say you need one of them to be a fucking heel. And I wouldn't necessarily do it with Seth Rollins because he's flipped back and forth too much. I would have AJ Styles come over. He gets a big monster pop. He overcomes the bad guys. Yeah, he gets the match with Seth Rollins. They shake hands and he kicks him in the dick. <laughs> I like it. And go fuck yourself. And I would maybe even say that he, because he was like the SmackDown guy. He was the face that runs the place. Yep. He would say that he didn't even want to be here. He's pissed about it. I'm going to beat every fucker you have over here because y'all ain't that good. And I'm going to show you that I'm the best, and it's really not going to be a big thing. There it is. There you have it. The cherry on top. God I mean, it. it's not hard. He He's just giving it to it's you. It's not hard. It's just not hard. Then you got two ladder matches. You get a women's ladder match. You get the men's ladder match. You can make a new star in those ladder matches. Now, now you're, now you're working your for Treat your talent four. like the stars that they are. What the fuck is Samoa Joe doing? 
yelling at Rey Mysterio's. Oh, well, okay, I kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Joe. Joe's great. Uh, <laughs> Joe's great at being good. Joe. No, all right. Well, let's let's before we just get off it. Let's talk about the women. Now, you are enjoying Becky and Lacey. Yeah, I mean it's kind of the same thing every week. But I think Lacey should have stayed love, in NXT. Man. I love seeing Lacey's ass, and I always like seeing Becky. I love Lacey. <laughs> I I think I like Lacey, them both. I so think Lacey has so much potential. I don't think she's ready for where she is now. I think she should have stayed in NXT. No, they gave her a huge push right off the rip. I think, and because she wasn't even that pushed in NXT. No, I she think, didn't even hold the title in NXT. I think they should have had Baszler come up. That's be a badass, and then let Lacey have a run in NXT. I don't know why they didn't do the four horse women of NXT versus the four horse women of UFC or whatever or of be, MMA. Because I think Ronda's kind of taking a break, and probably the other two aren't ready. But Baszler is, and Baszler Baszler should have left the way Oscar did on top. Because now it is, it's like if you watch NXT, who's going to beat her? Is it going to be Io Shirai? And it's like, yeah. You know, and I don't want to sound like a bigot of any sort, but you had the plucky Japanese chick already beat her, yeah. you know. And now you're kind of just recycling the storyline. Give it, I'm giving you more assholes if you're listening. So you bring Shane, you bring Shayna Baszler on top. Becky wins. She slayed fucking Rousey, Baszler's best friend. Baszler comes up NXT. You're not the man. I'm the fucking man. Nobody beat me where I came from. I'm coming up here and I'm gonna beat you. You won both belts. I'll take them because nobody can beat me for mine. Now you keep Lacey Evans down in NXT to get a little more seasoning. Let her have an actual run down there. Yeah. Let her have the big matches, you know, because she hasn't proven in the big matches yet. No. She never had them down there. So you let her be the top dog down in NXT for a little bit. She gets a little more seasoning, and you got a ready fucking made Baszler feud because her best friend just got sent packing. Yeah. And uh, I'm giving it to you. <laughs> Very loudly. God damn. I'm gonna have to adjust that one for you guys. Sorry if it ends up loud. But Easy. you're right. You're right. And when Ross, Rousey comes back, that's when they should do the, the four-horsewoman. I never even thought of that until just now. Yeah? Oh, I believe it. I or believe literally it. Literally out of my ass. Kind of. <laughs> a, little, a little bit of that seems like you've been thinking about this for I, a while. You know, I thought about Lacey. I thought about Lacey Evans being up there because I don't think she's ready. Yeah. I hadn't thought about the Baszler thing and what they could have done differently until just now. And I mean, I. All right. that, that makes so much sense. No, it does. I I liked every. Why, bit of if it. they knew that Becky was beating Rousey, and they knew that Rousey was going away, why was Baszler not next? That's just it's there. It's handed to him. No, fire. it seems it seems like they had a formula there for a while, and then they just stopped doing that. They just stopped doing it. And and well, you know, the other formula was was always the big surprises after WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would have been one. Not Becky and Charlotte again, though. Which, by the way, great matches. They've always had great matches. They've been wrestling since SummerSlam, dude. Yeah, they've wrestled each other every month on pay per views in SummerSlam. We don't need it anymore. We don't. You could have brought up Baszler. That'd have been a big surprise. And she's ready. What else is she going to do in NXT? She's beating everybody. You're right, man. You're right. Maybe they don't believe in Baszler. Maybe they don't think Baszler has main roster. I don't know. Well, appeal. I don't, I don't believe in them right now because I'm not fucking watching. So I mean, that's that's where we are. And I've and I'm 30. I'm going to be 35 years old this year, and I've watched wrestling routinely for as long as I can remember. I never missed it, and now I don't want to watch it anymore. Shit, dude, that says a lot. Yeah, that says a lot about the current state of wrestling. Well. Maybe AEW will get you. Maybe uh, AEW will get me perked up. Uh, did look at the card coming up. It's a pretty goddamn good card. For a double or nothing? Double or nothing, yeah. yeah. It's a pretty cool weekend. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, you know, Josh and I were talking. I think it's a $60 price point. 
Really? For for tickets? The, the, for the whole weekend. Because oh, like they have the wow. star cast. That's not bad. Where you get and you can view all of the podcasts that they do, and it is I think it starts like Thursday night and runs until Sunday. Um, and it's sixty dollars, and it's all on demand. So once you buy it, you can watch it anytime you want. Hmm. My question is. Not to put you on the spot, but you might be a guy who'd be interested, and maybe somebody else would, because me and Josh are. If we all pitched in, I'm guessing that the Fight TV account would be like, if I had an Amazon account and I bought a movie, and then yeah. you logged in with my shit, you could watch that movie. Okay. So I'm guessing the fight would probably be like that. Hmm. Whereas if we all split it, you could probably log into the Fight account and watch all that content. Where And then we might all get together to watch Double or Nothing, because yeah, it yeah, should yeah. be a good show. And I could I could record it. Because I'm the man. Yeah, you're the man. You're the man at recording and uh, and technology, and I'm the goddamn man in the indie wrestling world right now. We'll get to that. When yes, we, uh, yes. Because uh, that's how I'm feeling right now. I got a, I got, I got a, I got a show to sell here at the end. You do. Uh, but right now we can sell AEW, man. Did you take a look at the card? The little guy for Double or Nothing. Honestly, I don't, I don't know much. I just know about like uh, some signings. Like I know they signed Goldust. They've, everybody knows they've got Jericho and mm-hmm. uh, Neville and shit like that. And um, there's some good, there's some good matches lined up. Um, you got the Jericho Omega rematch. Did you watch their first match from New Japan a couple I years did. ago? I did. It was great. Great match. So you got that rematch. And I saw I saw all in. I saw all of all in. I never watched all in. Still Dude, watch it, was, it, it was really good. Still haven't watched it yet. You should watch it if you're gonna watch Double or Nothing. Uh, well, there we go. Maybe maybe we'll do that for a uh, part of our next show. Yeah. Watch Jared needs to watch all in. Needs to get caught up. Uh, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros, which I've only seen a little bit of Phoenix and Pentagon, but they are and they are very 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 good. Yeah, the only time I've ever That's seen be a high action match. Pentagon was versus Kenny Omega at All In, which I heard was a great match. It was good. Yeah. That the whole Jericho thing happened. Yes. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Uh, yeah, that those that's going to be a high action match. And now the thing, you know, at first I was completely meh on Cody versus Dustin. Cool. I seen it, the Cody Rhodes versus Dustin match. I was kind of, eh, they already did that. But so I'm I'm assuming he's not going to be Gold Dust, obviously. No, he's going to be Dustin Rhodes. But I seen he had like a different sort of face paint, like he maybe wants to evolve the character. Okay. So you know, and I I'm going to go ahead and call call uh, my own bullshit on that. Because Cody versus Dustin in the WWE was not very good, but that was them doing the story that they. I didn't. I never saw that. It, 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 you blink and you missed it, and you didn't miss anything. Okay. But that was the WWE's vision and their story of it. Cody for and I and honestly, I'll, my, this might be controversial. I don't think Cody was misused in WWE. If he's on a if he's on that roster right now, he'd be right back in the mid card, in my opinion. Really? As a wrestler and as a talent. Now, as a visionary. And as in his creative, I've actually I have a lot of high hopes for him because I'm thinking his match with his brother, they might be able to tell a story that we probably haven't seen before. Yeah, they'll have the family angle. They, yeah, we have probably they probably won't do it in a traditional sense because this promotion is not a traditional promotion where they're selling their TV show and they're sell, trying to sell a storyline that's approachable for all ages and everything like that. I think with Cody and his brother, their creative minds. I think they might give us something really interesting. I don't know what it is, but yeah. I'm intrigued enough where I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the match. It won't have the action of a Young Bucks match, of course. Yeah, well, they got a lot to prove too. They I think got, so. They got a lot of money behind them that they gotta they gotta validate. They gotta validate their own place on the card yeah. because there's a lot of talent out there. And I think I think All In was was like the prototype they needed to to get where they are now. Mm-hmm. If All In wouldn't have been as successful as it was. 
Uh, obviously, they would not be where they, they would be doing it. Yeah, if they would have fell on their face with it, they wouldn't have tried again. Which you know, and even then, you couldn't knock them for trying because it was something. Now all these all these CM Punk rumors within and CM Punk's supposed Did return. You see that in the yeah. mask? Um, you could have thrown it, any tall guy in the mask to hit a GTS, and you might have never known. Yeah, you're but, right, and I mean, he still couldn't. It still could not be CM Punk, but that, I mean, if it Punk seems were to very do it, likely that would that be it the was. way he would have done it too. I think you know, and the and the him being there, yeah, with the in same that same hoodie, clothing. I think. Now, of course, they could have all been wrestling's a work brother, brother, and he could have just gave the tall indie guy his hoodie, throw the mask on, go like, the go GTS. in there, and yeah, make him think it's me or something. You're you right. know, and honestly, I wouldn't put it past him. Either. Honestly, I'm not gonna say we'll never know, but I don't think we'll know for a long time. I think if Punk did anything at all, that would be the way he'd want to do it. Well, I've also been hearing rumors that WWE is very interested in re-signing CM Punk. <laughs> they need a shot in the arm with something, and I'll tell you this, Mark. I know. Don't get me Raw, wrong. I would love I would for watch. them to recite. Hell, fuck yeah. He was on Raw. I would watch. Yeah, and I dude. I haven't watched since WrestleMania. And I don't. I don't. I mean, he could go to AEW eventually, but I don't think it's anytime soon. But I think if they threw enough money at him and was like, "Dude, look, you can," if they gave him at least half of what he wanted before mm-hmm. and took care of him, treated him like he deserved to be treated, I think. I think he would come back. Which Punk seems like that's what he wants more than anything. And I've always heard that he's been very good with his money, you know, so I don't think it's the I don't money think he needs necessary. the money, no. It doesn't hurt, because you're not going to get paid for what you're doing. I think he wants to win a fucking MMA fight, though. I think he wants oh, to at least have one of those. I don't those. think he's going to get it in the UFC. I don't think he is either. He, Jeff Hughes might have to hook him up with some of the, I, the, the lowest low levels. To, I think he has one more fight, though. On a contract for the UFC? I think. I could be uh, wrong. I mean, they can me. release you from your contract any time there, so I highly doubt. That's true. That's you'll true. see it back. Because if you did but the I mean, little competition people, that he'd face, it would, wouldn't be a... UFC, if they don't have a big money fight, and people are probably people would probably well, pay for it a, again. Punk's a draw. Exactly. Sure he is. Yeah, and they're a business, so it's they not get outside the realm of pro wrestlers' money. You wouldn't, pro wrestling you, money. If they did get have Punk give his one last fight, they wouldn't put him on as the first prelim, even though that's... Absolutely, where he would belong talent wise. Yeah. Put him there because he's a draw. I mean, it's a business. So, I mean, it makes sense. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you that, you know, if Punk shows up at Double or Nothing, it would be the big, whatever Punk would do would be the biggest wrestling news ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, not Mm -hmm. ever, but right now. There's nothing, there wouldn't be a bigger story than where Punk would show up. It'd be like number one trending and shit. For sure. Hell yeah. I hope it, that'd be so exciting. I think so, man. Uh, That's one of the great things about wrestling is like all this speculation and shit. And like, if it did what, happen, it would be so. That is, fucking it's a exciting. lot of fun, and we're sitting here speculating, and we're going to do more speculating because what we have isn't great. At least in the uh, in the WWE realm of things, I, uh, I, uh, before when they did, ran all in, I must have been satisfied with the current product because I didn't really feel a need to watch. But now, I, you know, I feel like all I'm watching is either classic stuff or. You know, like and or other indie stuff, and now it's like okay, I want to see AEW. Um, yeah, I'm to see. I would definitely watch Impact Wrestling if I was able to to acquire it on my cable. Um, don't because I thought big, they streamed it on Twitch? Is an Impact? I don't understand Twitch. Twitch. We talked about, this. but they do stream it on Twitch. I heard they did. I don't know. You can. It's dude. It's free. Show it's me how fun. it works. I don't understand. They literally it. just go to Twitch.tv and then you get you find it on there and you watch it. Okay, I might be able to handle. You that. might have to. 
create an account, but then you can just save like, it and go there like, automatically. I don't like that. Have you ever? Okay, you have a Facebook account. Yeah, I did that years ago. And it's I'm, easier than that. Uh, like you literally just create a name and a password, and then you could just save it, so it's always on your list, and you can go right to it. Maybe. Uh, I will. I will. I will hook you up with some. Well, then I won't remember how to get into it. But well, I guess I make a liar out of myself because I was saying I would watch uh, Impact as a. I'm a um, friend of Sammy Callahan. I love that guy. He's a great wrestler and he's a big star in there. Sawyer Fulton, or Batman Fulton is on there, a yeah. friend of his. So I have a couple personal friends that are even out there doing well in Impact Wrestling. So I really should check it out. I yeah. haven't. You should. I mean, I don't watch it. I don't know why I'm pushing it so hard. I've heard. I've heard it's a good product. I talked to uh, Batman Fulton a bit at the show, um, and you know, he's he's really excited about the things Impact's doing. Uh, excited about the talent and the direction that they're going, and I, and I think it's a good thing too because you know they were mocked so much before that nowadays they're not being mocked. They're not talking about it a lot, but they have original talent. They have guys that are excited, and hungry to be there, as opposed to. Guys that are washed up, or you know, just you know, and uh, yeah, I'm not saying they're calling out, say Sting or Kevin Nash, but they're guys that they do their best days. Their biggest pushes promotion was behind them, yeah. So they're gonna go to this place and get paid what they can get paid and to lend their star credit. They're not working hard, no. They're just not. They put on mediocre, not mediocre matches because right. they don't want to get hurt. Because they don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna pay what they can get paid and just lend their star credit. Whereas these are getting young, hungry guys, and even guys that are outside of the normal super indie names, you know. They're using guys. I mean, a guy like Sammy Callahan was in NXT, and he left on his own. He wanted to go make a bigger name for himself, so he's out there with something to prove, big time. Yeah, Madman Fulton got released from NXT. He's out there with something to prove, big time. So these guys are going to show up and work hard. Rich Swan's on Impact, isn't he? Rich Swan is Rich on Impact. Rich Swan was good back. He then. was very good. Yeah, two hundred five live. Two hundred five live. He, um, I think he had like a domestic issue, but yeah. got all cleared up. But still, yet I think it was kind of like it's my time to go. He's got something to prove. I mean, which is another reason, you know, as we go back to AEW, you mentioned Neville Pac is going to be wrestling uh, Hangman Page. Really looking forward to that match because there was a guy who was in the WWE and disgruntled. Yeah. And now he's out there on a, another big stage. He's going to have something to prove. Yeah. The hunger is what, uh, you know, you can sense it when you watch Hungry Dudes Wrestling, when you guys that want to make their, their own brand and the product better. Yeah. That's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Let's maybe let's Speaking let's try to hook up some Twitch and watch some impact and have a an opinion next time we get together. Oh no, I'm down for sure. Right. I mean, I have a Twitch account and everything. I don't. I've even streamed myself playing games on Twitch before. I, I didn't watch it. I know <laughs> nobody did. Maybe like three people tuned in at that point. Um, where are we at time wise? How are we doing on our show today? We closing in on an hour oh man also, so there's also a bunch of bull, like a bunch of bullshit at the beginning so oh. we're probably a good like 50 that's alright that's usually where we are and uh, yeah. I guess you know I can close off talking about I had a good I had a busy indie weekend yeah yeah that's what I, where I was gonna go I had now. a busy indie weekend I did um, you know home promotion mid-Ohio wrestling on Saturday night wrestled a young man by the name of Chase Winters um, this is a kid that um, you know if anybody does listen anybody has any interest Chase Winters is a kid that I would book on my local shows he's a young kid good looking kid he's tall he's like six one six two and really you know in good shape athletic he's just green he's you know he's still learning the ropes but i would uh i'd put him on any show that i had and i had a i had a really good match with him that i was happy about uh young man got over on me i went for the code breaker he caught me rolled through in one fluid motion and got the one two three yeah shocked out of nowhere and the crowd chained a loser at me which i was not happy about mm. uh you know mr d was there to plug my ears luckily uh, <laughs> i like it 
And then uh, this is just, you know, a little fun how the indies go. Uh, so Sunday, I have the whole afternoon to myself. I'm looking to just make chill, relax, have a nice, relaxing Sunday. And uh, a fellow by the name of Bruiser Schmidt, um, it's actually a guy that I helped train um, out in Navarre about, who was it, 2011, 2012? Bruiser Schmidt. Yeah, he, is that um, his real name? No, it's not his real okay. name. We're not going to give you the real name That's here a today. Great name, though. Brother, brother. Well, he has a um, he has a tag team that's been a fairly successful tag team called the Bearded Bastards. Ooh, I like that, too. They got the old school gimmicks. They had the chains around their neck and they had the stogies and all that and just big burly guys, you know, bald and beards. Well, um, his partner, I believe, is retiring full-time here shortly, and he sent me a message on Sunday saying, hey, I got a show down in Wheeling. I need a partner. Uh, would you be able to go? And, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, man, I don't have a lot going on. A road trip down, you know, Wheeling's a couple of hours. He would pick me up. Um, well, you know, that doesn't sound too bad. So I'm literally about to say yes. And he says, it's the main event and it's a Tower of Doom match. And I mm. said, what the fuck is a Tower of Doom match? And he says that they hang the belts up from like a lighting truss. Like, uh, have you ever seen like the, the bars, like the, like a triangular yeah, yeah, yeah. bar with the steel bars? They hang it from the top of that and it is tall. It's like legit 15 feet up there. Yeah. And, I, and I, he tells me that and I'm about to text... I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to do that either. Well, it was a four-team match. Uh, and the winner said to climb up and get these belts. And he said, well, we're, we're not over. So I'm like, okay, cool. I don't have to climb the fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he picked me up. We uh, rode down, had a good road trip down the wheel and talking the business. And uh, that's another thing um, most indie guys will agree. You learn so much in the car. It's a funny thing, especially if you have a group of, say, four guys that are riding to a show together. You have your veterans and you just you share stories. And when you share those stories... Your veteran can go, oh, well, if that happens again, you should do this, 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 and this. Bruiser was telling me a way that he would turn on his partner and what he was going to do. And I told him, like, no, listen, when you do that, though, go to T's leaving the ring, sell it with your eyes, look around, get hear all the dissatisfaction from the crowd, then get mad, and then go back in and do some more, as opposed to just doing your boom, 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 three uh, things. And he's just like, that is, that's so much better. Selling it a little bit. That, but that's that's the car rides. That's yeah. sitting there telling, I have this idea, what do you think? And then having somebody, you know, and I'm not sitting here patting myself on the back, but I've been doing this 16 years, going, why don't you try it like this? Mm. And just putting a little spin on their idea and going, oh, yeah, that is, that is, that's awesome. I like it. So that's the sort of stuff that we talked about, car ride down. Um, we got down to the show, seen some old faces, some guys I haven't seen for a while, and uh, ended up having a, a pretty fun Fatal 4-Way tag match main event uh, out there bumping around. They had a, down in Wheeling, West Virginia. I do want to thank Black Diamond Wrestling and uh, Rick Diamond for having me down there. Came in, first shot, worked their main event, and probably will never come back, brother, brother, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, had a lot of fun doing that sort of match. One of those wild brawls that are always, are always kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Who doesn't like watching a big bar brawl, you know? I know I do. Uh, but then this Saturday, I will be in Sebring, Ohio. What are you doing this Saturday? Uh, I think I'm working. Oh, yeah. you're no fun. Do you think I want to work? We, we <laughs> I definitely don't. We could have uh, filmed a little bit of footage. Uh, I shared a video on my Facebook account. No, we're probably, this. Yeah, by the time you get this out here, it might maybe even Friday or Saturday at the best, right? So um, you might not be able to chance to see this. But if, you, if we do, okay. I, I shared a video on Facebook. Did you see it? Uh, which one? The one that was a history timeline from a match on Saturday. The, the 
it's a group called Main Event World League that runs in Sebring, and they spliced together a really. They did a really good job of this video. They showed like a show from back in November where my opponent Christian Vaughn came back and made a surprise return. Okay, no, I didn't see this at all. We'll take a look at. It. They did a good job, um, and then there's a little bit of promos. You know, some of my promos where they spliced it and cut. You know, the good parts, and they even you know where I say a couple things and they do the. Psh, psh, and then, you know, the next part, like, they, nice. did a, they did a really good job of it, and they showed the timeline leading up. Well, we were scheduled to have a match in March. Um, my opponent allegedly got too sick for the show the day of the show. Okay. So he didn't make the show. So we met. We had this main event sold. There's a lot of people there to see it. He didn't show up. Allegedly, I'm the bad guy, even though I was there. So I'm pissed off. I go out and I uh, we beat up and I broke the ring announcer's ankle because I was mad. Damn. That's, that's Christian Vaughn's fault if you ask me. So, Damn it, Christian. What yeah, the hell, dude? That's a stupid name anyway. What'd you uh, cause that shit, dude? So then this son of a bitch comes back the next show. Now I got suspended for the next show, so I wasn't there. So he comes back to the next show, beats this kid who had like 10 matches his whole life, beats him in 30 seconds, and gets on the microphone and talks about how he's back and how he wants me again. And I'm just, Mark, I'm sick of this shit. Sick of this smug son of a bitch. Yeah. This this is a guy that I came up with. All right, I, I, he started training not long after I did, and we were we wrestled each other at least twenty times, and always had really good matches, good physical matches. We were always neck and neck, like you know, and, and having top matches. And we're coming up in the late two thousands, or yeah, late two thousands, early like you know, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. Dude was a great wrestler. He took off, took his ball, went home. Hmm. That's fine. He went down to Florida, met a girl. Uh, a couple kids, man, and he's living, living his best life. Nothing wrong with that. But then you come home, 2018, and, you know, talk about how he misses wrestling, want to get back into it. More power to you, man. No, this dude, I'm not in the best of shape to sit there and talk either, but, you know, he's not in great shape. Okay. So you want to come back in, get yourself in shape, get yourself back into wrestling, man? I feel it. That's a good thing. That's cool. To sit there and say that you want to go right back into the top of the card with me while you were gone in 2011, 2012. You yeah. were gone for six, seven years. I've been making towns and grinding and and establishing my name and having great fucking matches the entire time. Yeah. So you just want to come home and just plug yourself right next to me? Go fuck yourself. Boom. Heard it right there. I mean, that's how I feel. Go fuck yourself. So Saturday night, we're in a bull rope match. We're going to be tied with a bull rope to each other with a fucking cowbell in the middle. That hurts. And uh, if you, uh, you want to see a good wrestling match, don't come. If you want to see a bloody fucking brawl or a dude's going to... Where I'm going to... Take out a whole lot of hostility. Saturday night's going to be a good place to be in Seabrain, Ohio, man. That's the place to be. And I can't encourage you enough to watch that video. If you see it, it does a great job. It does such a great job of hyping this match that it, it might be a great match that I think, you know, even he's believing it, that he has a fucking chance on Saturday because he doesn't. Oh. So. I don't, I don't believe it. Well, I mean, he's been out for how long? How- yeah, it was six, seven years that he took off. Just trying to get his feet wet back in, and you're gonna be tied to a bull rope with me. And I, and not only that, but I have a lot of hostility, kind of build up where there's n- not gonna really uh, ease up on anything on Saturday, brother, brother. Well, shit. If for some reason you start you start losing steam or something, just remember how pissed off you are about the current product. <laughs> And that'll, that'll Plenty give you of hostility win. to take out wrestling-wise on Saturday night. Uh, Seabrook, Ohio. It's the Seabrook Community Center, West Texas Avenue. Uh, you know, should be a good show. 
I'm going to have a main event for sure. Well, fuck, I wish I didn't have to worry. Maybe I could somehow get out of it or something. You let me know, because I'd love to have a camera on it for this. For sure. Um, I'll see what I can do. Did you ever see a public execution before, kids? I haven't. No, well, I have. I see it in my fucking dreams when I go to sleep at night, because I'm pissed about this. Damn. All right. Well, I guess that's a great, great way to end it on a nice... We're going to end it. You know, threatening note. Um... <laughs> With that said, this has been Ohio WrestleCast. It is Ohio WrestleCast number 13. You nailed it, pal. You nailed it. We bookended uh, it. You got it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for watching. We got a new um, YouTube channel. We do. We, we, do. Don't, uh, we need cool. all the subscribers we can get so we can get our own custom YouTube link. So it's not YouTube.com slash channel slash 77657T3RK or some shit. I don't know any of that. Yeah. It, if we get over 100 subscribers, if we get 100 subscribers or there. more. Let's get there. Let's get there. Share. It can be much easier for us. It would help Sh- us out a lot. If people Share, could. subscribe. If you don't watch, it doesn't even matter. Just subscribe. Yeah. You don't gotta, <laughs> you don't gotta click the bell, but, you but sh- do click the bell if you do enjoy it. But and, and, you, and you should watch because uh, I think we always have a good talk and it's a lot of wrestling talk, but then there's, you know, a little bit more as you know we did we compared wrestling uh to movies with happy endings bacon eggs and steak and yeah. i threatened to kill somebody today he did so we <laughs> had a hell of a show he certainly did uh and i mean if of none of that catches your fancy there's walt and there's always walt there's as always walt. the chance a, of walt popping up. yeah man um yeah, anything else you'd like to say before we go? I here? think we're good. Uh, good getting back with you talking some wrestling, even yeah. if it's not a. This is maybe the. This is. Well, not maybe. This is the angriest episode we've ever done. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, not a doubt about it. But, uh, you know, for me and you, for our tall beers, for the Bible. <laughs> For the Bible. For the Bible. For Walt slipping down some water right now. Yeah, he's thirsty as well. <laughs> mm. Uh, yeah. With that said, till next time. See ya. Bye, Internet.